why wouldn't you do it? <laughs> Alright, we're back. Almost tricked you into recording some some hidden some hidden gems. Hidden gems. Yeah. I don't think I turned on the light switch. You didn't. It's hot. We're laying in bed right now. It's Monday. We're a day late, dollar short. We're tired. I'm tired. I'm not that tired. I'm super tired. Some of us don't sleep until two minutes before we have to leave. We were supposed to start carpooling today because we've been waiting to be on the same schedule for over two years now. And finally, we're on the same schedule. And all we were talking about when I knew I was getting my schedule is how we were excited to carpool. And last night, I asked Jeremy like five times, we're going to carpool tomorrow, right? We're going to carpool tomorrow, right? And then... He kept saying, yes, stop nagging me. Yes. And then what happened this morning? Hey, man. We I needed didn't my, I carpool. Needed, I needed my beauty rest. Surprise. And he didn't go to the gym. How did I look today, though? And instead of going did to the I gym, look he like went to I had my beauty rest? for dinner. <laughs> You're just going to put me out like that, huh? <laughs> Sorry, my wife doesn't shop or cook or clean for me. Okay, she she who cleans I, for me. Yeah, who do I do it for then? Do it for the money. So, I was reading this article. Oh, copycat. What? I did. I read this really good article. You know how to read? I just wanted some hard evidence that you don't know how to make a decision on hard time. Hard evidence, huh? No, you don't know how to make a decision on time. Speaking of Wendy's, imagine you're driving down the road. You're starving. Both you guys are really hungry. Man in the driver's seat, woman in the passenger seat. Guy says, what do you want to eat? She says, I don't care. He says, okay, let's go to Wendy's. She says, no, I don't want Wendy's. <laughs> okay, how about McDonald's? No, I don't want McDonald's. Taco Bell. No, I don't want Taco Bell. Okay, what do you want to eat? I don't care. I don't like fast food and you know it. Do you see where I'm going here? Yes, but the thing is, you know I don't like fast food. And there's, when we go out and get something quick to eat, there's like a few places that I'll eat. Chipotle, Panera, Panda, and that's about it. So when I say, I don't know, that's what it means. Pick one of those three. <laughs> and you do it on purpose. But why do I have to pick? You do that's it the on thing. purpose. You, why you can't you know, make a decision? You know that I don't like Wendy's. You know I hate McDonald's. You know I do only like Taco Bell every now the and then. The point is, I would pick and you would be like, uh, I don't know if I really want that. And you'd make that face. And then if we went, you'd be like, I'll just sit in the car. Just go get me something. Or just go get yourself something. I'll just go with. But the one time or the few times that I actually choose where I want to go, he's like, ew, I don't want that. Or, oh, that's going to hurt Name my tummy. Name one time you've ever picked Maybe that I'll place. get something light. So anyway, this article identifies why that happens and guess who it's written by wikipedia no it's by a woman and she has a phd so she's really smart and she says the reason that you have those arguments is because women often want to talk about the problems and get annoyed because men just want to solve them well look what we have here the real freaking answer i don't get men it. are just all about the solution that's all it is we just want to we want to we want to get in and get out. We want. Wait, to... what's the context of that article? Because I like feel like you title? just 
No, I feel like you just pulled out a freaking sentence out of like an article that has nothing to do with what we're talking no, about. No, it has everything to do. So I'll read it to you. All right. This is this is where it starts. Is you might want to say who it's by. It's how gender differences make decision making difficulties, by Suzanne Heitler, Ph.D. And I think she wrote something called Resolution, Not Conflict. I'm not. She sounds smart. I'm totally sure. Look at her. She looks smart. All right. Did you yeah. Susans that are manly looking are smart. Not that this Susan is manly looking. I mean, not manly looking. She looks like a great grandma. She's like an no, Ellen. No, like, like a wonderful grandma. She's like I mean, a great grandma. She's like an Ellen DeGeneres type. So her article says couples need to be able to make decisions together. So do work colleagues. Why does trouble come running as soon as two people and especially folks of different genders try to solve problems together? Male plus female decisions seem to be invites for high potential, high potential for arguments. Hmm. That's often because each gender tends to shortchange a different vital decision making step. Men rush for the finish line. Women explore communicating about various underlying concerns and therein lies the struggle. Oh, because we're more thorough. No, because you don't want to make the decision. You just want to point out all the reasons the wrong decision is wrong. Right. Well, and this is the point, too. So you rush to a decision that you think is the right decision, the correct decision, the better decision, what have you. Whereas I see all the flaws in it, and I just want to make sure that we discuss those flaws so that way we know that the right decision is actually going to benefit us. So... All right. So, what do you want to do this weekend? Sleep. When you wake up, what do you want to do? Nap. (laughs) (laughs) I can think about sleeping. You're just being difficult. What do you want to do? We already decided what we were going to do this weekend. Oh, we did what? What are we doing? We said we were going to get up and go to the farmer's market. Okay. And then Sunday, you were going to build shit. And I was going to do chores, like clean and laundry and stuff. Okay. So what are we going to do after the farmer's market? I don't think we've made anything, any decisions. Yeah, so what do you want to do? Whatever. <laughs> there it is. That's the that's the answer the guys That's hate. like five days from now. So this observation goes beyond simple stereotyping in that it has all been very well verified in copious research. Deborah Tannen first cataloged the research basis in her book, You Just Don't Understand. Later in her book about male-female decision, or excuse me, differences in the business world, talking from nine to five, she repeated her research conclusions that often women want to talk about problems and get annoyed with men who want to solve them. By contrast, Tannen surmises, men tend to make, tend to take complaints as requests for solutions. When it comes to shared decision-making, men oh tend gosh, to rush so too quickly true. to the finish line. Women tend to dwell too long on exploring all the various aspects of the problem, moving too slowly toward a plan of action. I just, I just want to say, so the part where you read about women always want to just sit and talk about the problem and, like, complain, and then guys take the complaint as the, what was it, like, a offer of solution or whatever? Like a, what are, what is it called? An answer to the problem? Yeah, so... Anytime you put two girls in a room. Yeah, you're never going to get an answer. They. That's why we can't have a woman president. I'm just saying they gossip and they just talk shit all the time, right? They talk about the problems. They complain about everything, everything in their lives. 
So, like, when I come home and I'm upset and I vent to you and I say, ugh, I'm so pissed because at work this, this, and this happened, you automatically try and solve those problems. You're like, well, maybe you need a blah, 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 or maybe you should do this. For example, I'm so sick, I don't feel good. Maybe you should drink more water. Whereas I'm just complaining to you and venting and you take it as you need to fix my problem. So I imagine Hillary Clinton gets elected. Here's the decision, right? We're on the verge, on the brink of battle. Oh, my God. Of a a big war. Someone's got to make the decision to pull the trigger on shooting the nuclear bomb. Did he make noise? Or shooting the nuclear missile. Who's going to do it? Oh, I tuned you out. I was trying to make Sammy talk in the speaker. (laughs) You're being... I don't want to talk to you about stuff like that. Why? Because you know that no one's going to make the decision. That's why. Or she would. The problem is... That's not the point. Yeah. Neither of us are going to be president. The, Neither of the us thing are is, going to be world-ending decisions. Men have to be in position. You can't fight to be the decision maker but if you don't many, want to make the decision. But how many times have you made bad decisions? Exactly. So if you've made if you, so many bad decisions, but here's the thing: is if you want to be the decision maker, then make a decision. Don't talk about the problem. You need to talk about the problem because you need to know how that decision is going to affect you. I mean, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's true. You do need. And to. in a marriage, it's not just you that's being affected by your decision. So here's what the rest of that article says. Men love to generate solutions. Women enjoy sharing the exploration of relevant concerns. The good news, though, is that men can explore underlying concerns and women can create solutions. It's just that each tends to be more comfortable and to do more of one or the other realm. Put men and women's strengths together and, wow, great solutions can emerge. That way they can co-create plans of action responsive to all the concerns of both of them, to the concerns of others who will be involved in the plan. That's not true. That'll never happen. Do you think it's a like a alpha male type complex that gets in the way? No, I don't think it has anything to do with alpha male. I really think it's just because guys want they want the answer. I but that's you know what's really funny. You want to show your work. Is I just want to give you the answer. As at work, I'm like very I can't even talk. Like working on po- projects and stuff, I'm I make the decisions pretty quickly, and I don't deal with the bullshit. Like people will sit there and be like, "Well, what if this happens? What if we do this?" I'm like, "No, do this. It's gonna work. Just go with it." But I feel like that's more of a black and white. Work stuff is more of a black and white. When it comes to life decisions, that's not as black and white. There's so many effects that can happen i think i think it's pretty easy i think i'd rather fail fast than yeah but sometimes the fails can have such a big consequence whereas we can prevent it if we're just a little bit more patient and we discuss it a little bit but you don't think missing the right time has just a big consequence remember that scratcher that i got if i didn't buy that scratcher this weekend we wouldn't have a hundred dollars the guy behind me bought a scratcher remember the motorcycle yeah how long we discussed that getting a motorcycle and i said over and over again i don't like it i don't like it i don't like it but then what happened we failed fast 
and now we've learned from it. Look at how old we are, but now we know. Now we're smart enough to know. But that was such a big thing. It could have lifetime effects. It does have forward. lifetime effects. So think about it, right? So we didn't have we didn't have enough insurance on our vehicles. After that accident, we started putting higher insurance on our vehicles. Now I don't even think we did that. I think it was when we started working. I don't think so. I I'm pretty sure it was after that accident. But I mean, regardless. So now going forward from age, you know, 20, 25 forward, we're going to have good insurance. So rather than having the accident when we're at age 50 and we have all these assets in our name that we could lose, you know what I'm saying? Like the fail fast thing works. You just got to make sure that it's in a controlled environment. I know that there are some things you don't want had to fail I just at. had i just not gave in because i was sick of you talking about the stupid motorcycle have i just argued about it a little bit longer i don't think we would have gotten it and we wouldn't have gotten in an accident we wouldn't have gone through all the struggle that we still go through granted there may have been a time we may have not increased our insurance made sure we had the right limits but when we started doing what we do now we would have eventually but how did we get our house by saving but where did we get the majority of our savings that's not even true yeah when we sold my truck the ten thousand down payment you see what i'm saying there's little things that you're overlooking that came out of the bad things so well i i get that you you're trying you're merging two lines together because everything does happen for a reason but regardless the reason then why did sammy just hump your leg he was just getting comfy he's so cute (laughs) i mean i see what you're saying like i said i think i think there's a there's definitely a safe spot or a safe word that you have to have when you're when you're having these decisions and if you you start crossing the line i think that's like the most difficult thing about being an adult an adult especially our age and where we've come from like, you and I have been adults since we were 18. Most kids still are, like, 23, 24 and haven't made an, a real-life decision yet, especially at our age. So we've been living real life for so long now that now we're so careful because we have been through so much. We're so careful to make decisions. But at the same time, I think we got a little too safe there for a while and we were making such safe decisions that our life became so vanilla. And so now it's that difficult, it's like that difficult crossroads. Do we want to have fun and enjoy our life or do we want to just stay safe and make sure nothing bad happens? And that's the woman side. The guy's like, let's go full throttle all the way into whatever we got to get into to have a blast because you only live once you know what i'm saying jeremy is very much like that compared to how i am i'm all about being playing it safe and you know what my biggest fear is one of these days there's going to be a decision that i'm going to make and you're going to like it's going to be bad (laughs) it's like every decision (laughs) you make but you're going to like it's going to turn you it's going to tonight i wanted to talk about grudges because seriously she knows how to hold a grudge but oh my god if anyone's married to you they would understand so that's my biggest fear is like i'm gonna make that decision like i say it's gonna be bad and then she's gonna you know she's gonna say oh yeah you know i've gotten over it but she's gonna hold that grudge and then a little further down the line 
it's gonna be like Mufasa and Scar. Like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be Mufasa. I'm gonna be like, give me a hand. She's gonna be like, oh no. Do you remember that time, back in, you know, 2000 and back in 2009 when we were in high school and I wanted to go to Chili I wasn't Works. I was in high school in 2009. Oh yeah, neither was I. Back in 2009 when when we were in Virginia and I wanted to go to. Cracker Barrel for dinner and ew, I and, don't like Cracker Barrel. And you said we're gonna go to Wendy's. Well, guess what? Ew, the same this is payback. Parted. See what I'm saying? That's that's my fear is that if I make the wrong decision, you're gonna hold the grudge over my head, and it's gonna last forever, and I'm never gonna expect it. But then one of these, I'm gonna be sitting on the toilet and be like, "Babe, I need some toilet paper." And you're gonna be standing right next to the toilet paper. You're gonna look at me and then do that little smirk thing and then just walk away and just. Leave me with no toilet paper. I do that on a daily basis. Yeah, normally because you're holding a grudge. No, just because. Because of what? Because <laughs> you'd probably deserve it. <laughs> That's like the definition of a grudge. But, so, I mean, my thought process is let's just let's just make a decision let's just get this part over with and then move on to the next thing the little decisions don't mean anything though it's the big decisions so what counts as a big decision the big decisions with jeremy are so frustrating that recently i've been noticing that he'll come and sit down and be like we need to do we need to decide on this this and this i'll be like i don't want to do it right now and i'll postpone it. our vacation for example yeah we've changed our vacation our vacation week our vacation location oh my God. like over and over and over and over again because i get so frustrated because we finally i feel like we finally have it figured out what we're gonna do and then jeremy will be like well what if we did this instead and then we have to start all over again and it's so annoying so i've been just giving it up on it yeah i just we i just want to and finally i want to have finally, a plan we finally had it settled we're going to New York City. We're going to go watch the Yankees play. And it was going to be in October for my birthday. And then we decided that we don't want to jinx it. And they, what if they don't make it to postseason? So we're going to go. I was like, okay, we'll go during the summer. And Jeremy's like, no, we're going in September. So we had to change our dates. When originally, oh, we've just changed our dates so many times for vacation. I'm sure it's going to change again. It's not going to change because I took those days off. Yeah, I've took all the other days off. Started the first week of March. We we're gonna go to Maui. Then we decided let's not do it the first week of March. Let's do it the third week of April. And then we were like, do we really want to go to Maui or do we want to go to? Here's Havana? why. Hang on. Let or me tell you why. First of all, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to one of those beach places because I feel like that's waste. That's a wasted vacation. When you when you just gotta when you just want to sit on the beach and not do anything and relax, that's the point of a vacation. No, we to... can relax out here. If you want to just sit out in the sun, we got a perfectly nice lounge chair out by our pool. You oh can just go God, kick it so out there. Dumb. That's all I'm saying. Not the same. I mean, no, it's not. It's not even close to being the same. Exactly my point. But the 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 oh my anyway so see how frustrating this is and then i would have never brought new york city up to jeremy because the last time i thought i said oh i we, we should go to new york city it was like two years ago and he was like ugh, the tall buildings all the people i would hate to be in new york oh, city oh we're doing voices huh 
We're playing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, fine. I'll never go to New York City with Jeremy. Check that off the list. How about? And then all of a sudden, I oh, just, New York City. I just want to go and lay on the beach. And I just, I just need to relax. I need to just get rid of all the stress. Yeah, that sounds freaking amazing. Rather than, I want to go backpacking like a man. Uh, well so who made who ended up making the vacation decision because you guys can't see me I'm pointing at myself because I made the decision but that's not even fair because you picked a spot that you know I would like to go but I thought you would never want to go to how's that not fair that's perfectly fair that's a smart decision so you see how well I can make a decision and now we have to wait freaking seven months to go on vacation I where I was so excited. I was like, oh, two more months to vacation. I've been getting the snickle fritz on everything recently. Don't, don't you do it. I was counting don't down do to it. getting a don't. Jeep that we talked about for so long. We were like, oh, the car is going to be paid off soon. I got rid of my dream car so Jeremy can get his truck. Life is That's dandy. That's not why you got rid of your... And it wasn't your dream car. And then Mike, and then Jeremy was like, well, we, we both really want a Jeep. We should get a Jeep once the Sonic is paid off because we want to keep the Sonic for gas mileage. And I said, okay. And we were like, let's do it in February when we get our work bonus. And I was like, oh, perfect. Been counting down the months to February. Guess what, folks? This week's February. Guess who's not getting a Jeep? While we're talking about decisions, let's roll all <laughs> the way back. Let's. And then let's, I was like, well, maybe no, it's no, okay. No, no. I don't get a Jeep. We'll go on vacation the next month anyway. Let's. Psych. Guess let's, who's not going on vacation in March? Let's talk about that Camaro that you had that was supposedly your dream car, right? So, I went and I was like, oh man. I worked out this perfect deal. God, this is this is the this is the exact reason why guys let get so just, frustrated. No, no, me, no. Let no, me, let me give a little background story. How Jeremy made friends with the dealer at the dealership. That's what you do. And he it's would go networking. there every single time I was at work, like for two weeks straight. And he came home with two cars on two different occasions. No, just one. The truck and then the Sonic. No, the Sonic we got when we traded in my Civic together. You and I went and traded in my Civic together. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I needed something with air conditioning. I don't think so. Anyway, so here's how it happened. So I networked and here's this really nice black Camaro SS. I thought it was on the show. No, it was the SS. On the showroom floor, convertible, all leather interior. It was the... It was the... uh, LTZ package or whatever that is, but it was top of the line, right? Even had the upgraded exhaust. And while I'm sitting there making the deal on my truck, I asked him, I was like, hey, that Camaro, I was like, you know, you guys making a deal on it? He was like, yeah, it's a, you know, it's a 2012. He was like, we're just trying to get it off the showroom floor. So, you know, they said the first one to, my manager said, 2013, my manager said the first one to sell it, you know, he'd be willing to do a really good deal. He was like, yeah, 0% financing, blah, blah, blah. Which, when I did the math, was really good deal. Then we they probably wouldn't even go they had a good at re- that time for 0% financing. They had a really anyway. good rebate on it and everything. So what I do is I Fancy. I know that Cass liked her cousin's Camaro. So I go home and I tell him, like, hey, you should come to the dealership. Or we should go to the dealership, go back to the dealership tonight and get that Camaro because um, the guy's willing to make a really good deal. She was like, well... I need to think about it. Let me <laughs> let me call my cousin and ask him about 
you know how he likes his Camaro and uh, if if he thinks that that's a good price so she does he tells him it's a good pri he tells her it's a good price and by the time that we figure everything out that she likes the car enough to go and get it but I love my it's truck already too, too late it, no, hang on wait, wait it wait. was tough it was a hard decision because I had a really nice truck that we put a lot of money into to make it like my my good nice truck yeah and so it was hard to get rid of I understand but remember the decision making thing that we just talked about right I'm okay. quick to make the decision me, 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 and you're gonna take forever to make the decision me, 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 so we go the next day we get up and you know she's all excited because she's ready to go and get a Camaro we get over to the dealership we were like five minutes late literally when we walked in the people were hitting the bell to that they had just bought, bought the, the, the Camaro, Camaro. And, and the reason it is is because that guy was there that night when I was there and was a snake and heard my deal so came back before we got there to buy the car so we ended up settling and Jeremy's so good friend yeah and anyway we end up settling on on her Sold Camaro that she wanted with the six cylinder convertible I loved it it was like the best car ever but so waiting on that decision cost us a good deal on that so if you want to talk about waiting on a deal for a car but I'm practicing patience and I'm waiting till the new JLG comes out that's right and that's why that's why we're waiting by the way we're waiting to get the Jeep because the new model... They haven't had a new model in, what, 10 Forever. years? 8, 10 years? I mean, they've had new models, but they haven't really done no, anything I meant crazy like a, different. Yeah. Right? yeah. They've had the JK model for a really long time. I told so her she should get the diesel. The new JL model's coming out hopefully sometime this summer. We're going to let a few cycles go through to get all the bug bugs and quirks out, and then we'll probably get it next year, which is fine. But that's, that's the... That was like... That was like the perfect example of what happens when we wait on you to make a decision. That's happened a couple of times. What do you mean? I feel like there was another time where there was like a really big decision that I waited too long on and then we missed out on it. What was it? Mm, dinner. <laughs> <sighs> dinner. What? That's not a big decision. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't so. know. I can't think of any other decisions that that we waited. I I, th I feel like I kind of bombarded you in this conversation. Here's the thing. Cass makes really smart decisions. She does do a lot of research and she does think these things through. I live fast and loud. And so when I want something, <laughs> but he's no Richard, if you know what I mean. Im <laughs> impulsively, when I want something, I will get it. Take my gun habit for an example. Or how about three hundred dollars that he spent at Barnes and Noble? I saw a lot of good books, and, and he I just still hasn't even finished the first book because it made him really sad. It's about a dog, and it's so sad. If you're making fun of my love for a four-legged animal. <laughs> But you spent three hundred dollars while you're cuddling even... with one in bed right now. It's hey, he's my best friend. Yeah, imagine if he was taken up by the pound, and they said that they were gonna kill him if he doesn't throw pay... him in like an incinerator. If he keeps 
doing his thing in the cage that he keeps doing, he'll find out soon enough. <laughs> but all I know is the the decision making abilities of, of of me. We're a good balance. Yeah. I mean I I will make the decision. Eventually I will make the decision. It's good that you sit there and you stall it out because usually it makes me think through it a little bit more. But the problem just is that in the heat of the moment, especially when you weigh in your hangriness and and all its fury and and I'm just asking you where we should go to eat, there's a legitimate fear of death. You know what's weird? So usually I'm like the calming and the like serious one when it comes to decision making. You're the very like YOLO decision maker. But remember when we went to go test drive Jeeps and I was so close to signing the papers to getting that Jeep that I half liked and you were like, nope, we're not doing it. You don't like it. That's because I knew I could get a better deal. But it was crazy because that was the first time that Jeremy's actually made a sensible decision whereas I was ready to like I just like the hunt. You know, when you're looking for that. You're getting too literal. I'm just saying. Uh, Well, I mean, I appreciate the compliment, but don't give me that much credit. I I really didn't think it through that much. What what are are we on time? Are we up? We're pretty close, but uh, I think the people just, they want to hear another. Let's find, let's find the people a tidbit. You're you're pretty good at finding those. A tidbit for what? For how to make good decisions or whatever. Last time you came in clutch with like a really good article, and I think people like that. It made us seem a lot smarter. What people, Brian? I don't know. Okay, the keys. Here we go. Essential life skills. Dot net. So it's not even dot com. You know that's good. Yeah, it means it was probably published on like. A... <laughs> By Z Hereford. Keys to making a good decision. One. He is she cheating on you. What? Oh, wrong one. That was an ad. <laughs> I was like, that's a bad decision. <laughs> this guy's good. He, he really knows how to narrow these things down. One, identify the decision to be made as well as the objectives or outcome you want to achieve. Do your homework. Hang on. Wait, wait. Narrow down what? Identify. Uh-huh. The decision to be made as well as the objectives or outcome you want to achieve. Okay, okay. So what's the main purpose of Let's 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 use the let's use the Jeep for an example. Okay. Narrow down So we want a vehicle that we can not only enjoy during the summertime at the top half, blah blah blah, but that we can go do excursions and travel Arizona in. Yeah, I just liked off road. Grand Canyon, lakes, etc. Do your homework. Gather as many facts and as much information you can to assess your options. So we decided that there was no point in getting a used Jeep because they hold their value. It's only a yeah. couple thousand dollars difference between and a two-year-old and yeah. a new Jeep. I mean, why would you get something used when you know it's a machine built for off-roading? And then we also decided it's even cheaper to build your own Jeep and get it delivered to you if you wanted like big tires and stuff yeah. on it. Than it is to buy it stocked and get it done at the dealership itself. So they don't get commission on it either. So it saves you a lot. Here's where the struggle is. It's going to be her Jeep. But it's going to do so many badass things that I'm going to want to be a part of it. But I'm going to have to take a back seat on those decisions. That's not true. We agreed on pretty much every decision. Except the leather. But we said that we would get seat covers to put on. I know. I just really hate leather. Anyway. 
brainstorm and come up with several possible choices. So we could have gotten the JK, the JL, and then there's a bunch of different engine choices in the JL. Those are choices. Weigh the probabilities or possible outcomes. So if we got the JL right away when it came out, all the bugs and stuff, we could have sucked. Make a list of pros and cons. Solicit opinions and obtain feedback from those you trust. Make the decision and monitor your results. We don't know anybody with a Jeep, so. But I did have a Jeep, or, or sorry, my family had a Jeep when I was younger. Well, we talked to my grandpa. My grandpa just bought a brand new Jeep. Oh, yeah, and he, he said, said he that he it. got the stock just made for off-roading because that's all he uses it for. So, clearly it would be like more of my daily driver as well. But anyway. we have the Sonic for that. The point of it is, just make sure you guys' are relationships are like you're a good balance. Yeah, if you're I making, think... And if you're making a decision, just be cognizant that your decision that you make, even if your significant other isn't present with you, it's going to affect your significant other. So, oh, you know what I just thought of? We had that... So when... This is a perfect example of why that's important. But we had that, like, phase in our lives where we were like yolo 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 and we just kept like buying all kinds of stuff we would go shopping every weekend we maxed out a ten thousand dollar credit card for like for like no reason at all we paid it off but it was like at the end of all of it you know what did what did we win out of that we, we didn't win anything yeah that's like why we need your balance that's why we need your little womanly duties it's like we were 23 bad things kept happening to us and it was like we we stressed out so much about living this quote-unquote perfect life doing all the right things and no matter how much we were doing the right thing bad things were happening to us yes so finally i was like f it i don't care anymore like clearly i'm struggling to do all the right things try to be so perfect all the time and it's not paying out yeah sometimes you just got to cut loose and eat the yellow snow you know what i'm saying so i looked at jeremy one day and i said we could die tomorrow we might as well go crazy yep and that was the biggest mistake we've ever made because <laughs> that sucked so yeah, bad hashtag that broke off. life <laughs> so don't learn from our mistakes no do learn from our mistakes oh yeah learn from our <laughs> I need to go to bed. Anyway, I think that's about a wrap. That's all we got for the for the folks on the other side of the tube. Yeah, don't forget to hit the review or the rate, whatever yeah, review. it is. Give us some reviews, especially it's on iTunes. It's not that hard. Click it. Oh, you don't kind of tell them like they that. They can do Ask it right nicely. now. Like, I've been asking nicely for the past three episodes. It's time for some tough love. Guys, do it. Don't mind my wife. She's in a, a weird state of sleeplessness and she just really needs to go to bed. <laughs> if you think this is bad, you should see her when she's hungry. So I'm just going to ask nicely on her behalf. If you guys would please just press the like button, add more than three stars, uh, we'd be pretty happy. Also, type something in there. If you can send us something on email, we made this email account and nothing's come through. So. It might not be working. Is it working? It's definitely it's working. It's like when you get a cell phone and you're like, you're, for your first cell phone, you start giving your number to all your friends. You're like, yeah, text me. Text me. And then you wake up and, or you wake up and you realize you don't have any messages and you're like, 
you say this to me all the time babe are you getting any text messages <laughs> my friends keep saying they're texting me and i don't get my messages no, seriously that's a real problem like you're making it sound like i'm a loser and i'm not actually getting text messages. people were actually texting me and the, I wasn't or they getting said text they messages. were but yeah, leave us a review. Send Stop us an email. Me. It's double V podcast. That's D O U B L E V as in Victor podcast at gmail.com. Why are you doing this slim shady hand when you're doing that? Oh, yeah, you should have seen the stupid face you just made when you said, Text me. Text me. <laughs> gotcha. And uh, leave us a review. Let us know how much you like it or how much you dislike it, whichever. <laughs> If there's a better way we could be doing things, we'd like to know. Um, you know, we're just as new to this as I'd say as you are, but you probably listen to a bunch of podcasts if you're listening to this, so um, you're not that new. Ooh, yeah. So if you guys are listening to podcasts and you like true crime, my favorite murder and last podcast Jesus on Christ. the left guys, are the best do not podcasts ever. Let last your spouse pod- start listening to that stupid my favorite murder no, podcast stop it's awesome she will never put it down you will never stop hearing up. about serial killers you will have nightmares that you have to deal with because your wife's going to tell you stories about some guy penetrating someone with a freaking knife i mean last podcast on the left is pretty good but it's not for the lighthearted. so if you listen to my favorite murder and it because they make it funny it's like comedy so if you can laugh at that, but at the same time you're like, all right, I could have barely laughed at that, don't listen to last podcast on the left. Because they talk about some really serious stuff and they make jokes about it. And it's kind of, it, it's really inappropriate, but it's funny. So if you can stomach that stuff, awesome. I just listen to country music. I don't listen to podcasts, so I can't make any cool recommendations. But I can tell you that if you're really looking for... Oh, and if you're a Yankees fan, CC Sabathia has his own podcast and okay, it's really I wasn't good. in the middle of trying to give a shout out to somebody I like. You don't listen to podcasts. No. But if you really like podcasts, you should listen to Vicious Vows. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for not hating us because we're a day late, dollar short. And remember, you may be married, but you're not dead. But you could be. So, make the right decisions. YOLO. <laughs> Thank you.